0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you.
1: Good morning, you guys.
0: Good morning, indeed. We are rounding out with day seven of our Live No Lies devotion on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the devo.
1: Let's do it.
0: And I'm going to read the scripture slowly because the devotional actually calls for that. So buckle up. The scripture is Luke chapter four, verses one through 13. And it says this, Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. Then the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become a loaf of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone. Then the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them, the devil said, because they are mine to give to anyone I please. I will give it all to you if you worship me. Jesus replied, The scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said, If you are the son of God, jump off. For the scripture says he will order his angels to protect and guard you, and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, Jesus responded, The scriptures also say, You must not test the Lord your God. When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came.
1: The devotional is titled, And Having Done All to Stand. We see this pattern of fighting lies with scripture in Jesus' life as well. Jesus' first run in with the devil was recorded by both Luke and Matthew. Three times the devil tempts Jesus, each time, Jesus calmly responds with a quote from scripture. He doesn't budge an inch. And finally, the devil leaves. This story is so different from what I would expect. It reads like a conversation. There are no swords, no screams of fury, yet this is a fight full on. But Jesus is calm, exuding a quiet confidence in his father's truth. And notice... He's doing so via practices from his way or what has come to be called spiritual disciplines. He's all alone with God in the desert and what has come to be called silence and solitude. He's in prayer. He's fasting. His mind and mouth are full of scripture. Wow. And this is how we as apprentices of Jesus fight the devil, not via some emotional or spiritual frenzy, we simply stand in quiet confidence in God's truth via the practices of Jesus. The devil's primary scheme to drive the soul and society into ruin is deceptive ideas that play to disordered desires, which are normalized in a sinful society.
0: I think you need to read that again. That was, that was wild. So
1: powerful. The devil's primary scheme to drive the soul and society into ruin is deceptive ideas that play to disordered desires, which are normalized in a sinful society. The antidote is spiritual disciplines. You could say it this way. Spiritual disciplines are spiritual warfare. It's through the practices of Jesus that we present our minds and bodies before God and open our souls to his spirit and truth. In 1 Peter 5, 8-9, Peter picked up on the same language as Paul did in Ephesians in his advice on how to fight the devil by, quote, standing firm in the faith. This is how we win. We stand When confronted with false teachings, Jesus would simply call out the lies, almost always appealing to scripture. Said another way, he would stand, and he never lost a fight. When have spiritual practices empowered you to stand up to the devil? And what would this look like on a larger scale as you stand in your faith in the midst of a confusing, conflicted society? And in what ways might this bring greater peace to your life?
0: Yeah, wow. This was like a mic drop.
1: Yeah, the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I don't have a ton to say other than a few things really stood out to me. And one of those was the question at the end that basically was asking, what would this look like on a larger scale as you stand in your faith in the midst of a confusing, conflicted society? I know for me personally, when it comes to like living your faith out loud in, mm-hmm. in society, fear immediately comes in. Cause what will people think of me? Right. I will be judged for believing what I believe all this yeah. stuff. And so you do that. So that way you remain at peace but you're remaining at peace with the world, mm-hmm. but now you're conflicted with God. Right. And whenever you're looking at that scale, mm-hmm. which one would you rather have? Right. Would you truly rather have peace amongst your peers or and and have a disrupted relationship with the Lord, who's the true author of peace? Right. Or would you rather risk the way you appear to your peers and you know, they may not think of you super fondly. But instead, you receive the peace of Christ that's true peace. And it surpasses. And and it surpasses what we can understand. Right. And it seems very counterintuitive Mm -hmm. to us because we think if we stay quiet, then we'll live at peace. But the the reality is that even if we are not quiet, Mm -hmm. the true peace is found in him. And no matter what's happening around us, we can stand firm in his peace.
1: Yeah, I love that. What really stood out to me was when it's talking about fighting spiritual warfare, the calmness that Jesus portrays. Because I think when we start talking about spiritual warfare and arming ourselves with truth so that we can fight back, we think that it's going to require like crazy action. And like when he said like spiritual frenzy and it's super emotional and Mm -hmm. looking at the way jesus fought spiritual warfare with the devil with this calm confidence truly like having a calm spirit in the midst of crazy is such a superpower yeah. um, because we live in such a frenzied world and society and if we're supposed to be set apart then walking in that calm confidence of christ is so different and I just I love that that there's no need to fear because when you look at how Jesus was fighting there's no sense of fear in what he did and so we don't need to have a sense of fear when we feel spiritually attacked because we can just do what the devotional says we can stand in his truth with true confidence knowing that we we fight from victory not for it mm-hmm. and so as long as we know scripture we have the battle plan we have the strategy we are equipped but we have to make sure that number one we know scripture mm-hmm. that we're in god's presence and we know how to stand in this confidence in the first place
0: yeah and i i also got hung up on that word frenzy because mm-hmm. it was like wow i resonate so much of that that all the bad decisions i've made or not all of them but i would say a large yeah. majority of them We're in a rash impulse moment, yeah. Where I feel like the enemy wants you to be sporadic and have Mm -hmm. to make quick emotional decisions because then you're likely going to choose wrong, right? But if you press pause on the matrix and you slow down Mm -hmm. and you really think about something through spiritual disciplines through the lens of God, then you you'll make a lot healthier decisions. But the enemy wants things to be rushed and emotional, right? Rather than quiet and confident.
1: Yeah, so good.
0: You ready to pray? Send out.
1: I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the example that Christ set on how to fight back, how to stand calm in the confidence of your truth and who you are. Lord, would you continue equipping us today with your scripture so that we would know it so well that we wouldn't live in a frenzy, but we would live in calm confidence. We thank you for this and we pray for it in Jesus name.
0: Amen. Amen God. Amen God. Amen y'all when else that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal and continue pressing to the Lord.
1: Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't
0: forget that we love you.
1: We love you guys and we'll be talking to you tomorrow.
0: I'll be the Zane.